You want to do some theme music really quick? Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward Podcast, where two grown men sit in one grown man's basement and talk about everything they love. I am your host, Richard, and with me is my co-host... Christian. Or Richard. (laughs) As I got confused in the very first recording. (laughs) Oh, so... I gotta pull up my list, I guess, don't I? Probably be a good idea. I'll hide this away from you so you don't have to see it. Okay, no spoilies. (laughs) So how do you want to start this? Do you want to start it with, like, what we've been up to and everything like that? Because for me, what I've been up to all this week is I've just been reading One Piece. <laughs> I've been rereading One Piece. So I've been that, and I watched the final two episodes of Stranger Things, which was pretty solid, pretty solid episodes. Definitely long, but I enjoyed them both. But what have you been up to? I'm going to try to move this mic a little bit over if I can. Well, I definitely have not been rereading One Piece. <laughs> well, because why not? that's... Well, you know, there's only 20-something chapters, so that's won't be too bad. But um, I also finished Stranger Things. I enjoyed it, but I have some gripes that I'm not going to go into here. Uh, we'll go into it another time. <laughs> it's still good. I love the horror theme of it. Um, I've been going back, kind of checking out more John Hughes movies, because I love rom-coms and, well... I can say they haven't aged too well. They're good, but <laughs> there's definitely some things that wouldn't fly today for good reason. Well, I guess I've also been raising my son. But eh, well. I guess Cheyenne's been doing more of that work than I have. So <laughs> This isn't a dad podcast. This is a nerd podcast. Okay, We're in a basement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are in a basement. <laughs> We're in, our, in my mother's basement of the house that I own with my mother not here. Understandable. Yeah, that was a good joke that probably wasn't needed. Uh, but Shout out to Mother's Basement on YouTube. Yeah. Great channel. Is that a really good channel? Yeah, it's an animating channel. It's really good. Oh, really? That's yeah. kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I've really been doing. I haven't been doing much else. Pretty boring life, you know. I finished my rewatch of The Office. I'll be honest, How I'm rewatch. How many times now? A lot, but not really the later seasons. I haven't rewatched as much, even though I did love them at the time. Season 8 I still like. Season 9... Not so much. The finale's really good. good. And that's about it. Hey, hey, uh, what's his name? Dwight really carries that final yeah. season, I think. Too bad they give most of the plot lines to Andy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump into this, which is our first episode, which is basically yes. just going to be our listing of our favorite movie, TV show, video game, anime... Mm-hmm book uh, manga or book so sorry i had a burp that i had to get out of my chest really quick so do you want to go first and just say your favorite movie or sure um and also like i said in the introduction podcast this one these parts two are going to be a little more scattered but we're going to focus up our topics a bit we yeah. just kind of want to give you an idea of what, what we like and what we're gonna get into yeah it's not gonna be so scattershot and self-indulgent every time it's just yes we just want to kind of break the ice on introductions and build up the podcast like put the building blocks down before we actually have focused topics yeah what 
So, favorite movie? My favorite movie is the original Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. I don't Ooh. think I really need to explain what it's about. <laughs> no, explain to me. I don't know. I'll just... I'll probably just give a summary of there's all a, these. There's a even guy the popular ones. who likes to play with children. There's a lot of sleepy time. <laughs> with... Who gets caught on fire. <laughs> and he goes into people's dreams. That's the synopsis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he, there's not much nightmares. more I can really add. Nightmares, really, I mean. <clears throat> I, I just, I mean, it's a classic, so I feel like I don't really need to hype it up too much, but I'm going to anyway. Do you have a second, like a tie with that, or do you just have like a second I kind of have a tie, but I think I'm just going to do my runner-up stuff when we finish kind of the main thing. Let let all that stuff breathe and then follow up with the... Runner-ups? Yeah. All right, well, for me, I do have two. Two that are that's pretty fine. much tied for me. Uh, my first one is Empire Strikes Back. I think that's pretty. I mean, <laughs> obvious with the kind of person that I am. I mean, Last um, Jedi is better. Oh, my God, of course you would say that. Um, I mean most people have seen Empire Strikes Back or yeah. at least the original Star Wars trilogy if not more <clears throat> uh, it was obviously not the first Star Wars that I went to I went to see because mm-hmm. the first one I watched was A New Hope or uh, did you know that it was originally actually filmed under Blue Harvest whoa <laughs> uh, but no but Empire Strikes Back I mean after you watch A New Hope and you get into that it just like that first scene when they're on Hoth and it's just mm-hmm. so much is going on and like it just really pulls you in especially from the first one that I honestly think A New Hope was kind of boring and slow it's the for start. most of it but it's, it's, it's a good start but once you get into Empire Strikes Back it's mm-hmm. it's amazing and then <clears throat> I mean then they kind of fumbled it a little bit with Return of the Jedi but I still liked it <laughs> I mean some people like it more. I mean, I'm a sucker for campy old effects, so I, I do love <laughs> old Star Wars movies, especially the before they were edited so oh, much. Yes, before George Lucas yeah. went back in the early or late '90s and redid all the CGI on everything. Um, but definitely that one. I mean, as a Star Wars nerd, that's one I can go back and rewatch <laughs> over and that's, over again. That's how I feel about Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm a horror kind of guy, and that to me, I feel like was it took all the tropes that were kind of really being pushed at the time, which I love all those other Friday the 13th, Halloween, all, all those are great too. Yeah. But it did something that was so out of left field at the time. Yeah. And it just did it so well that I feel like same with Star Wars. It's, they're not unique ideas. A slasher that kills teens, a series set in space. I mean, yeah, at the time. Because he set it off of, uh, what, the Seven Samurai? So yeah. it was, and then, but set in space, and yeah. it was kind of like, I mean, Harrison Ford read it as if it was like a romance yeah. in space. Which, but it's the execution <clears throat> yeah. that makes both these movies the so The fact that everybody good. said that it was going to be so bad yeah. going into A New yeah. Hope, and just the fan reaction to mm-hmm. it. Um, but for my second one, and I think this might throw you off a little bit, and it's a little out of left field, definitely not a lot of people's favorite, but I love... <laughs> The Truman Show. Oh yeah, with I, Jim Carrey. I think it's pretty popular. It's I love it. I don't know why. It's just one of those that I can I can't watch it all the time, but if it's on, I'm going yeah. to sit down and watch it just because it was the one of the first movies that you see Jim Carrey like actually Acts. serious and yeah. he like can't just be goofy and do yeah. these goofy things. 
And so seeing that, I just fell in love with it. Plus, I, I've always loved most of Jim Carrey's movies. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that was that. That's that's my second choice. I gotcha. mean, it's definitely. I don't know if it's tied or not, but it's up there. It's. I love watching it. And I could rewatch it over and over again. So, mm-hmm. what do you want to go to next? Let's do show since that's kind of in the, the same, same vein. Same vein. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> do you want to say yours first or mine? You go. Mine first? Your turn. Okay. Yeah. I think we might have the same TV show on this one. <laughs> I do have two, but my first one's Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Part of me is like, I feel like we might yeah. end up having I mean, the exact same I know one, all, but. you know, just in our social life, I've said, I'm a broken record about Breaking Bad. Like, yeah. Like everybody is. Well, I try to get as many people who haven't seen the series mm-hmm. to get and watch it. Because, like, I mean, my wife, I got her to watch it just yeah. recently. And she originally going into it was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. I don't understand why you're making me watch it. And then by the end of it, she loved it. Like, she yeah. actually enjoyed the show. And I think the writing in it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. the storytelling, it's very unique. I mean, you wouldn't have seen, like... Nobody's really written something like that, and I think... Not in that way. No. There's just, I don't really like drug shows or crime shows, but it's yeah. the way it's written, and it's more about the emotion, and yeah. which, I mean, not, you know, The Wire, The Sopranos, stuff like that is, too, but Breaking Bad is a different flavor of it that yeah. I personally can like more, and, I mean, obviously other people felt the same way. It was yeah. a really popular show. <clears throat> But that was that one's definitely my favorite. It's just the way that it was written, mm. and the fact that I can go back and rewatch it and still enjoy over it. and over and over. I'll yeah. just sit there and binge clips of it sometimes, even if I just watch the show because it's it's well written, well acted. You know, it's all the generic stuff, but it's just something about the structure of it and how it's always looking for yeah a way to do something new. Even not not every scene or season or episode it's is amazing, is, but I would say they're all amazing, but they're not all doing something completely new. But it, the little the storytelling is yeah the what little intricacies to do something new, big or small, yeah. is what makes it so good. And yeah. I mean, the villains. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil anything. For yeah, we're not gonna spoil like, anything. Watched it, but if you haven't had a chance to go and watch Breaking Bad, please like give it a shot. At least go a couple episodes into the first season. Yeah, give it a couple. Yeah. I would say the first season is only. Six or seven episodes, I think. See, the first episode is what caught me. Like yeah, after same. watching that first episode, the first I, was five like, minutes. I gotta, I gotta yeah. watch some more of this because I need to know what mm-hmm. the heck is going on. I will say the third is it the no, I think it's the second season was a little bit slower for me, but I still loved it. But I think the second season is probably one of the worst. Seasons. I just love the. It's it's a slow and meticulous show in a yeah. way that's not boring. Yeah, is and the best way I can put it. I'm not gonna recommend Better Call Saul, but. It's also good. Better Call Saul is great, but it's different. different. It's It's completely different. But uh, for my second TV show, I actually have Stranger Things because... That's actually surprising. Yeah, I know. Truman Show wasn't surprising. That's surprising, though. I love... love, Especially this new season of Stranger Things. This new season is great. Because when did it first come out? What, like eight years ago? I don't think... No, I don't know. Six it was like ago? 2017, 2018, I want to say. I'll look it up really quick. Okay. No, we can't Google anything. What are you doing? You're right. No, but that first season of... I mean, dead. a lot of people don't enjoy it now looking back, but that first season, it, like, hooks you in, and you're just trying to figure out what in the heck's going on in the show, and, like... 2016. Jesus, I'm old. So it was almost 10 years. Um, 
almost eight, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's almost, because we're in, mm-hmm. oh yeah, almost eight. Almost eight, yeah, yeah. dude, it's, God, time. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but I enjoyed it. And yeah. I mean, I could go back and rewatch that first season and still enjoy it the same way because there's certain things that I forget about going into like the newer seasons I think with this newest season though I was kind of not sure about it because there was such a long break in between the third and fourth season yeah. but that's because I mean obviously we had a global pandemic that like yeah. stops things from coming out plus the actors are big now so they're getting busy yeah um, but that was my second and I loved watching it and I can go back and the Duffer brothers have done an amazing job telling that story and like getting you mm-hmm. really engaged with the characters they did the 80s tropes in a way that didn't feel too tropey like yeah. it, it, it didn't still feel forced it felt like a new story was still being told whereas some that tried to be homages are just yeah. this would have just been another thing in the 80s that kind of was forgotten about but they they made sure the story was good and they really ticked up I would say in season 4 because season 3 I enjoyed I didn't love it Yeah. but it, I was like there's nowhere to go from here but really channeling the horror aspects in season 4 I mean yeah. not around Elm Street I, I mean it had a lot of those yeah. I mean obviously it had the original Freddy yeah. in the show Like they even there was a Freddy cut out at yeah. family video and so those yeah. kinds of things like those horror elements I loved it, they really yeah. pulled into and I loved that because it was it's kind of like Dexter, where it is a horror show, but it's not, it's not trying to scare you, really. Yeah. Season one was made, a little it's, intense. It's, it's yeah. intense. That's really what it is. But season four, I was like, no, we have these horror elements. Let's tap into them. Yeah. All right. Do you want to give me yours? I mean, I know we had the same one, but I guess you can give me your second one if you want. Yeah, I'll go ahead and just rave about Barry. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that show. Very, it's. I haven't watched the. I still haven't finished that new season. You I need, need to, to, dude. It's so good. I heard. But Barry, I mean, it's it's an obvious choice, I guess, because it's kind of like the sitcom version of Breaking Bad, even though it's not really that funny. Yeah. Make sure my silence was... Well, it's funny, but it's not trying to be a sitcom, is what yeah. I mean. And it'll, it does a good job of, like, tying in those, like... I wouldn't say really scary, but those intense yeah. scenes. And then he backs it up with such yeah. funny... Yeah, yeah. Because... Especially for uh, Bill Hader, who is yeah. the he he was plays a comedy the main character, guy. and I loved watching it on SNL. On SNL. Mm-hmm. So seeing him go from like doing this comedy thing to literally the first was it the first episode of the first season? Like he's really serious within like those first few minutes. Uh, the first, and then he turns on that comedic charm, and yeah. you're just like, okay, I kind of like this show. That how it like just flips on a switch. It like goes from serious and intense to immediate comedy, and I just the, I like how they do that. The comedy and the drama feel each other because you get so love you love these characters, and then a scene happens that puts them in danger. They're doing something unexpected, but it makes sense in the character arc. Yeah, it's just like whoa, this is <laughs> a lot of shows can't really do like that balance that well. Yeah, but Barry, I feel like they just they hit the perfect tone. <laughs> Oh, man. So, what do you want to do next? Do you want to do... I had video games next, but I figured if you wanted to do, like, anime to kind of continue with that TV show kind of feel. Yeah, we can go ahead and do anime, kind of let it feel into manga, and then that feels into books, and then we can do game last. Okay. What do you have? Give it to me. 
Because I feel like our anime may be the same, <laughs> but it might well, also Well, if it's be Death Note, it's the same. Okay, no. See, okay. mine's different. I think you'd know what mine is, but... Well, Death Note is another one of those. If you're in the anime, you've, you've heard people rave about it many times, but maybe you're into something else and you're just listening through the pod. Yeah. But... It's it's a good it's a good watch because it has good horror elements into it. Mm-hmm. It like really pulls you in from the first episode. Yeah. Like, and just because Light Yagami is the main character, he's just like a main character that you love to hate. Like <laughs> at least for me, like because he's not a good guy, but he's he's thinking he's doing what he's doing for the right. I mean, reasons. episode one sets you off on the path of what he's gonna be like. Yeah. So you can kind of decide for yourself how you're gonna like yeah. him, how but you think things should turn out. It's so tightly written. The mm-hmm. animation is, for the time, it's, it's it's aged amazingly well. Yeah. The music, like you said, there are. It's not really horror, but there are some horror. Like scary horror I would say but... horror imagery yeah. more than anything. But it's it's over dramatic <laughs> in a way that doesn't go too far with yeah. it so it feels <laughs> dynamic chip and, and eat it. it but it's got that dynamic kind of feel it doesn't feel slow which yeah there's a lot of just sitting in a room talking which is good that it doesn't ever feel slow people say the second half dips and i understand those complaints but for me it's the same it just ratches is it's the same as the last season of breaking bad yeah it's all build up build up build up which is great and then the end of it is kind of paying off all this build up and a lot of people don't like that as much because it doesn't feel as tightly written, I would say. Yeah. And I understand that complaint, but for me, it's... I love the build-up, the slow build-up, but yeah. I also love the decline and just the chaos that comes <laughs> oh, from yeah, it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for me, it's the one that you've told, you told me about over and over again to watch. Because I even watched this after I watched Death Note. Like, I watched so many other things before I ended up watching this. And it's Code Geass. Yes. I loved it. It was... I loved it because Lelouch, who is the main character, is... I mean, it's kind of in the same vein of Death Note. It is, In a but way, because it's... it's like this main character who's doing things... Good things, just not the right way. More there's a moral and debate so, in both those yeah. series, for sure. And, I mean, it's just like a giant chess match. Yeah. And you love to watch it, and, like, sometimes you root for Lelouch, but then you turn around and you're, like, rooting for uh, the other side. I mean, you're... And so it's just... It's an amazing watch. And Yeah. The, the music, the, the music, voice acting, the battles, and sub-end the of. fighting, like, everything is just... And it gets emotional at some times, which you oh, really yeah. love. Yeah. And... Plot <laughs> twists. The, the story, I will... I would say stalls out, not in a bad way sometimes. Kind of in but the middle. But it's, it ratchets down just to throw a huge plot twist yes. and get you right at the completely end. invested. Yeah. And the best thing about Death Note and Kogios is they're short. Yeah. They're not a thousand like 25, episodes. Or it's 50 episodes. 50 for Kogios, 37 for Death Note, no filler in either. Yeah. And with Code Geass, like you... You just, you just fall in love with almost every character you meet. Like even some oh, there's a few people don't yeah, love. They don't know, yeah. Because <clears throat> even like some characters that don't get a lot of play, like you, yeah, kind of enjoy seeing them on screen and like seeing what they do. As long as like obviously you don't want them all the time, but just yeah. seeing them every once in a while, you're kind of like oh, I kind of like seeing that character come back up. Uh, but yeah, that ending 
Like, yeah, I mean, people praise amazing. the ending of Kogios as one of the greatest anime yeah. endings. I feel like that just speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, but that one's definitely my favorite. I had a second one, but I'm not going to give it until close to the end. Okay, yeah, I figure we can kind of run through. And I know you had a lot of ties, and it's hard to yeah. deviate from that. But we'll keep some <laughs> runner-ups for them to just kind of run through really quick. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do uh, manga next? Yeah. Keep in that same yes. vein? So, do you want me to go first? Okay, I think we have the same manga. We definitely don't. Okay, well, you didn't end up picking a different one? I kind of was at a time, but, but I went, I, I was pretty sure what you were going to pick was one of them. Yeah. So, I went with the lesser known ones, so that way we weren't just retreading the same thing. That makes sense. Thing. Uh, mine was One Piece. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously I'm rereading all of it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, I mean, we both read all, what, 1,035 chapters? I think I, it's like 40-something now. Is it 40? I don't remember. 43, I think, was the Honestly, last one. Honestly, I could look at the Because we're on break. Yeah. I mean, it comes back soon. But... <clears throat> 1053, Jesus. Oh, 1053. God. Oh, so yeah, my dyslexia had messed up <laughs> saying 35. I'm just dumb. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, just the world building and yeah. the storytelling and, like, you just love... Like, even the villains. Like, some of the villains that show up, you end up loving them, and you're like, wow, this is actually, like, buggy. Like, I mean, some people don't like him, but I enjoy his character. He's just this goofy guy. That's the thing. It's not afraid to be goofy. Yeah. It's serious and goofy, but it's not afraid to toe the line between both all the time. There will be some crazy, goofy characters that become fan favorites because... They have a sad backstory, or I mean, just, just one specific moment just really shines. Yeah, so I mean, because the characters are amazing, the world building is awesome. Like, you just have this giant ocean world with one giant yeah. line that runs throughout the center of it, and it's just crazy how he was able to set up the story from like page one all the way to I don't even know what page they're on now. <laughs> Obviously, with 10 or with 1053 chapters and so like he was able to set all this up and he still comes back to it with and it's still going and he's helped with the video games and the movies so it's like there's still extra stuff he kind of has in his head and so like I loved all of that and seeing it come together and just what he created was honestly so far it's been a masterpiece and I can't wait to see where it goes from here even though it's kind of scary to know that the giant arc in war is coming and so yeah but and i i was never a crier but one piece opened some floodgates and oh, now i yeah. cry easy not just that one piece just in general yeah uh what's your sash bell oh also see, known as gash bell in japan they changed the name for whatever reason well it's kind of like in one piece zoro is zolo in yeah. the manga it's just translation yeah but this it's a super super close one to my heart i grew up with it but even i loved it so much as a kid because i've I've grown up with a lot of anime i kind of fell off for a while and came back to it in college but see this is one i haven't yeah or watched like this is all you right now and it's and i went back to it in college because i want to go back to all the main ones a lot of them didn't hold up but it did more than when i was a kid i freaking love it i have keychains of it on my key ring right now i got shirts i got all sorts of i've blown way too much money on some nerdy sash <laughs> bell shit but it's it's emotional in a way that isn't 
super corny. I'm sure there's moments that people would find corny if they gave it a chance. Yeah. But for me, it all makes sense. It's very emotional storylines. And one thing I love about it is it takes anime tropes and makes them make sense within the story. Yelling out your attack makes sense in the story because there's a story reason for it. The power of friendship makes sense in the story because <laughs> there's a story reason for it. And even I love One Piece and it has made me cry and laugh. But Zatch Bell has a way of making you die laughing one chapter just to ball the next chapter, next episode. Because the anime and manga are both good. The anime kind of got butchered near the end, as a lot do. But the manga is amazing start to finish. They just started a sequel that's about five chapters in, which oh, wow. is also good. But oh. it's I would definitely give it, uh, since it's more of a low-key one, I know there is a solid fan base, but compared yeah. to like One Piece and stuff, it's... It's yeah. not the same. I'll no, give a little bit not. of a des- description. <laughs> it's about... It's a pretty typical start. Middle school kid. He's super smart, so he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> but his dad finds a kid in the woods with a book and no memories. So he sends it back to his... Sends him back to his son, which the kid is named Zatch. The smart middle school kid is named Keo. And basically, Zatch has lightning powers. And they end up having to fight a whole bunch of different pairs of other villains in a battle. I'm not going to go too, too deep into it. But it's basically a battle royale. And it's just fun seeing how they grow and the people they interact with. And like I said, the emotional through lines are just next level. I'm so sad it's so underrated, but yeah. what can you do? <laughs> uh, do you want to do books next or video games? Yeah, we should go ahead and hit books, I think. Hit since books? it kind of. Is similar to manga. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go ahead. And, uh, Cirque du Freak. It's a 12 series book. <laughs> or a 12 book series 12 by the series author book. Darren Shan. There's a manga version of it. There's a prequel series. There's a movie that most of the fans didn't like. I think it's okay, but that's, that's up to them to decide. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I'll give a tiny, tiny description. I mean, they're they're super popular books, but, you know, they're young adults, so I don't know how widespread that's going to be. But basically, a vampire comes to town in a circus and ends up wanting to take an assistant. <laughs> I mean, the movie's called The Vampire's Assistant, so I think that kind of feeds into the description. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a vampire series, and it's just... it's. I read it as a kid... And it's another one of those things that just held up insanely well. Plot twist every... Dang near every chapter, but every end of book, you know, it's the same as any other kind of YA series. They want to throw a twist ending at the end of the book to make (laughs) sure you go to the next one, which I did, and I'm so happy I did. It's great characters, great story told in... It's not a dead-on horror series about vampires. It's told very differently. It's not like a... Twilight or Vampire Diaries or Lost Boys or Fright Night kind of like it doesn't really go romance too big it doesn't really go just vampire hunting too big even though I love all those series yeah it's just told in a very unorthodox way that <laughs> I love uh yeah I don't know what to say because I've never read it <laughs> so <laughs> I'll get you to one day uh, yeah no. well, I'll sent, just make you read you the sent, manga you yeah. sent the uh page or something like that. That was once. a script. And I like started movie. reading it, and I was like, I don't know what this is. So I just stopped. Um, but for me, my book, it's a child's book. Uh, I've been reading it to my son a lot lately. Uh, it's Where the Wild Things Are. Mm. 
And for me, I only and I do have another book. I have two. Um, Greedy. I know. <laughs> uh, but for that one, it was just a book that I loved reading as a kid. And, and obviously, I haven't read it in a long time. But once I had a son, I just sat there and I was like, I'm going to find this book and I'm going to read it to him. And <clears throat> so we got it for him and we've been reading it to him almost every night. I mean, we read different books to him. We normally read them about three books because that one is so short. We have to find other books to kind of make up for that empty space but we normally read him that one almost every single night uh-huh. and <clears throat> though he probably doesn't fully understand what's going on <laughs> when, he, when we read it to him i think he does enjoy it um, yeah but it's definitely that's one of my favorite books to go through and read do you want to give our second choices we're not too far we got like 30 minutes in right now i kind of picked a second choice for book but i'm just gonna be honest anything darren shan yeah, the okay. Demonada is amazing. The Thin Executioner is my favorite book that's not part of a series. Any series, just standalone book. Yeah. That makes me cry every time I read it, which for books, I don't honestly cry that often, but this one just hits me in a way. Uh, Zom slash Z-O-M hyphen B, just B. Another great zom- uh, zombie series he wrote that's amazing. He's about to release end of this month, final book of his Archibald Locke series, just anything he's written, just read. Yeah. I would def- they're young adults, YA, but they don't feel like it really. Yeah. <laughs> they can get pretty graphic. Uh, my second one was To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's a classic. Read a lot of people book. like think of it as like, oh, we had to read that in school. Yeah. But for me, I didn't <laughs> read it in school. I actually read it before yeah. we had to in That's school. Cool. And so... I remember going through and reading it, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this story is, it's, I don't know, it's captivating, I guess. Because, <clears throat> I mean, you meet all these amazing characters and this story and this world, and, like, it yeah. really broke, like, new ground. It was, yeah. Especially when it first released, like, it broke so much ground in certain author. And, like, it's, it's just a really good read, and I remember reading it in, I think, I think we were we had to read it in high school, but I read it when I was in middle school because I read that in uh, Lord of the Flies, and I don't like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I know some people really enjoy that, but I don't. Uh, but To Kill a Mockingbird, it was just for whatever reason that book like hooked me in, and uh, I just read it and got all the way through it. I mean, it did take me a while, but I still enjoyed every second of reading it, and <clears throat> I had to put it in there because. Obviously, I had to put a child's book, so I was like, I gotta put something a little yeah, bit more serious. Yeah, kind of balance really it out. Well, um, let me ask, what made you pick up To Kill a Mockingbird in middle school? Because, like you said, a lot dad. of people. Because my dad, he used to read quite a lot of different books. Like he read a lot of like the Star Wars novels and stuff. Uh-huh. And so, like anything that he really would read, I would like sit there and try to read whatever he had. And, yeah. And so one sense. day, I think we were at either Walmart and like their little book section or we were at Barnes and Nobles Mm -hmm. and I saw that and I was wondering what it was about and so I was asking my parents and they were like well if you want to know what it's about just read it we'll get it and you can read it and so I sat there and I just started reading it and I don't know what hooked me in I think this title name to kill a mockingbird I was like what is this what does this have to do and my dad was like no it's a good book you Mm -hmm. should read it like you should try and read through it like it's really good because he did that with that and uh of mice and men like those were two books that i read earlier than what we did in school and 
both of those books were awesome and amazing, mm-hmm. and I love going through and reading it. <clears throat> but yeah, so those are my two. Uh, you want to do video games? Obviously, Let's that's do the it. last one. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, because you're you, you look. You're the video game guy. Yeah, I, I guess that's you true. should start it. Uh, I yeah. like video games. Well, I have two. I have hardcore. two. Definitely two hard ties for this one. I could not pick between these two, so I feel like I have to talk about both of them. Mm-hmm. But my first one is the Uncharted series. Every game. I loved movie. playing Uncharted, the storyline, mm. playing as Nathan Drake, going on these like Indiana Jones-esque adventures. Yeah. Basically was a male version of Tomb Raider. <laughs> and it was... It was just so much fun. It was the PlayStation version of Tomb Raider because, I mean, at the time, Tomb Raider was really only on Xbox from what I remember. I can't remember if it was actually on PlayStation or not. At least I never had played it on PlayStation. Um, But I got it, and I actually... One of my dad's friends had it, and he let me play it. And I sat through, and I played through the first one in literally a day like I just grinded out that first game because I got hooked and even though like the first one isn't my favorite it's the, the it hooks you in but that's the second game is what really I think a yeah. lot of people remember that's like some people's like favorite it's and then you get mine. to the you get to the fourth one the newest one and the graphics on it are just unreal and it's amazing to play and they've come out with re-releases remasters of those games and I've played through all of them every version that they can I will say I have not went to go watch the movie (laughs) (laughs) but I have not heard good things but I just wasn't interested in the movie but the video games I love playing like I could sit there and replay all four Uncharted games over and over again and never get bored of playing them Uh, and then my second game is the Ratchet and Clank series. I have that one because that was one of the first game series that I had picked up and started playing was the Ratchet and Clank series. Actually, Mm -hmm. the first one was uh, Secret Agent Clank, (laughs) which is like Clank, who is the robot. He was a secret agent. Like He had to find these clues to try to save Ratchet from jail and get him out of prison. And I just remember going through and playing that and loving it. So then I was like, well, now I want to go back through and play the first one and all the ones that came after it. And I just sat there and I just kept playing them. And even though I've played like the newer ones and I've watched the movie, the movie isn't as good. But like, what video <laughs> game movie really is good? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that those are my two, and both of those just hold something in my heart as like yeah. games that I played since I was kids, and I can go yeah. back and keep replaying them over and over and over again without getting bored oh kidding me wanting to play uncharted but i never had a playstation finally when i got my ps4 i know you let me borrow them all yeah and i definitely know life did staying up till 5 a.m playing through them i guess i'll go ahead and like i said i'm not a big gamer so i think that's pretty obvious with my answer being spider-man <laughs> ps4 hey that's a good Sony one though X. it's a good yeah, one i mean I'm a big Spider-Man guy. I love him. I've, even the bad versions, I've been able to take away something I like from yeah. him. And it's... it Take away the Spider-Man aspect of it. It's still a fun game. The combat yeah. is so smooth, but there's there's so much variety, which I like. Because I think uh, the trap, first off, that a lot of superhero games fall into, but just games in general, 
is they'll give you a lot of, to do in combat, but not necessarily all at once. Like you kind of yeah. have, you can have this set of skills, this set of skills. And Spider-Man is the same to an extent, but the fluidity of the combat is what sells yeah. it. It doesn't matter how bunamashy it feels whenever there's so much you can do in a span of barrage attacks. Yeah. Well, and you didn't even, with the first time you played through it, which I think you only played through it once, you didn't even upgrade anything. Uh, I, from what I remember. I didn't know you were supposed to. That's. <laughs> and you just played through that's it That's how smooth brain anything. I am. Yeah, it, I was wondering, I was like, this is pretty hard for a superhero game. And not realizing I'm supposed to be upgrading all my stuff. But the story was good. The graphic, the graphics were amazing because it just it felt like you're swinging. You were Spider Man. Yeah, you were yeah. Spider Man. You were swinging. It really took the. Um, do you ever play Spider Man PS Two? Yeah, like the Spider Man Two. Yeah, because yeah. it had it that did, same yeah. kind of swinging. Yeah. Uh, spider web physics, and so like, I think that just kind of helped. That like they brought that over that a lot of people loved from that mm. game. So they were like, well, let's bring this over and put it into this newer game. Yeah. And I think it just transferred so well. And, and you just felt like you were Spider-Man swinging around. Because I could spend hours oh, just swinging. I did. Like, and not actually play the game and just swing around New oh, York yeah. most of the time. And that's, something I freaking loved about it, outside of just the gameplay, was the story was set with a young Peter Parker, but... He wasn't new. Yeah, he wasn't a teenager. He's been doing it for There a was history. Bit. Yeah. I mean, there's so many Easter eggs of how he's already fought like the Vulture. The rhino, Rhino, Sandman, yeah. Like all those There's guys. history there, and you're getting dropped in the middle of it. You don't have to see the origin. Because we already know You don't him. have to see him in high school. Yeah. I kind of like that, too. Yeah, it was great. Of it. Uh, do you want to go back and talk about some of our... Runner-ups? Runner-ups. Yeah. Because I had a runner-up for anime. That I wanted to talk about. I think you also want to talk about it, <laughs> and it's JoJo. Oh yeah, this I love it. A good it. meme. <laughs> I think I just love it because it's just one of those animes that is so goofy. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable, and like a lot of people look on it on like just the surface level, and they're like, "Oh my god, what is this weird <laughs> anime?" Oh, there's a lot of compilations, and it's just like, no, no, no. If you watch it, it's not bad. Like it's it's really enjoyable to watch like you fall in love with these goofy ass characters that you just don't expect to really enjoy Mm -hmm. like i know going through like phantom's blood like i was sitting there and i was like i don't know why i'm watching this (laughs) what am i watching this guy fight vampires like Mm -hmm. like, what is this and he like has to have a breathing technique what's going on here and then you go to the second one where it's still more vampires and breathing but then the you get chaos. to the third one. The third one is where it like really changes because then all of a sudden they get these new powers called stands, and mm-hmm. it's just these embodiment of their power, like or their will. Is that what it is? I can't remember. Yeah, their will kind of <laughs> manifests Best itself in, yeah. into a power, say, or more or less. And so it's like it's a really intriguing show. That on that surface level, it looks like a super goofy yeah, show which, that nobody, which it is. It is, but <laughs> it's really enjoyable. It's like yeah. a super goofy, enjoyable show that you probably wouldn't expect that you would like. Because I know we got one of our friends who doesn't watch anime at all and to actually end up yeah. watching it. And he actually enjoyed it. So it's kind, it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> just like actually getting into it, and you're kind of like, okay, 
these characters are kind of fun. I'm enjoying this a little mm. bit. So. And it's not that random in context. Yeah. I think once you get into it, like, some of it makes, like, what's going on makes sense. Mm. Even though it's super random, it makes sense in that world. And, like, just the kind of characters and world that he built and, like, how some of their powers are very, like, meticulous and, like, mm-hmm. they have to work under certain circumstances and it's just, it's really interesting to watch and see some of how the, right. see how the powers work out and everything. <clears throat> But do you have a runner-up in anime or? Um, anime-wise, I didn't really have a runner-up. Well, well, you can talk about any. Shout out definitely goes for Naruto. That's an obvious yeah. one. Filler aside, some of the filler is good, but it it's pretty skippable, I would say. Yeah. But the core story. Is what really the music and the, the voice acting sub end of are both solid. The fighting, the animation, you know, there's moments where it's Except obvious that either the age or just they didn't want to spend the budget at the time because they were space- saving up for specific episodes. Yeah, but those specific episodes oh, hit really good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, shout out to the original Yu Gi Oh and GX especially in sub even though the dub actors are incredible but I think the censorship hurts it that's not the actor's fault because I love all the dub acting yeah. but the sub for the overall <laughs> actual anime are both incredible GX oh, is definitely underrated I would say shout out to Dragon Ball but I mean it's just because I grew <laughs> up it was like one of the first anime that I think almost everyone watched because it yeah. just came on if, all the time if you're an anime okay well then I'll put it like I think it would be. Well, I guess a lot of people also watch Sailor Moon too. Yeah, I'm, Sailor Sailor Moon's pretty good. <clears throat> but yeah, like those two are definitely like yeah. anime that people watched without it's even realizing starter, they were like anime. really anime. Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, yeah. those definitely fall. But I would say shout out to the original Dragon Ball because oh, yeah. that's a pretty forgotten one sometimes. Oh, yeah. Unless you're really a like big OG fan or you that. happen to catch it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a, I have an extra for manga as well. Uh-huh. My manga extra one is uh, Promise Neverland, which the anime not good. <laughs> the first season's really good; it tells the story really well. But then the second season, it's like they just wanted to rush through all of the story and not give you any of the good details. Cutting and, out fan favorite characters yeah, and arcs and for arcs, some reason. Yeah. But if you go through and read the manga of it, it's such a good story, and I love going through and reading it. And I could go back. And th- I definitely don't like it as much as uh, like One Piece, but yeah. it's definitely one of my favorites. And then right now I'm reading like Kaiju Number Eight. Like there's, there's still really good manga good, that yeah. I like to read. <clears throat> that and the Spy Family. I mean, I could sit. We could sit here and just list yeah. so much manga that we like. Promise Neverland and Zatchbell are definitely the two. Watch the anime up to a certain point and read the manga. Yeah. And then, but if you're just, if you just purely want anime, go up to a certain point and then switch over to the manga. Yeah, for sure. Because that's the problem with uh, Promise Neverland. The first season tells the story so well, and then you get to the second season, and it's just... Well, I, I just, and I know, I've said it many times, just in our private life, but the first season was love you know I understand I would understand if it was kind of like mixed reviews or something so they decided to change for the second season even though the changes aren't really that good yeah but the, the first season was love so I, I unless there's some behind the scenes that I just don't know or they just haven't told anybody I don't understand the point of the changes yeah. it's 
Same. I don't get it either. It's not just fans complaining either, because I enjoyed the manga and I enjoyed the first season, but I'm not a hardcore fan, so whatever changes they want to make, I personally don't care. But it's it's just random choices, like making the end of the story a slideshow. Like I said, cutting out cutting out a fan favorite character you can kind of understand. And like a fan favorite group. It was like a whole. Yeah. It was like a group of. Well, they cut out a whole arc that everybody was excited for. I just don't understand those kind of changes. Yeah. Well, and like even going into like the first few episodes Mm -hmm. of season two, like it still follows pretty well, and then all of a sudden one episode it just changes everything, and you're like, wait, what? But yeah, I definitely love reading that manga. I would definitely regret it while we're on manga runner-ups if, if I didn't bring up... Reborn? Yes. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. Kyo, Kyo, I don't know. Him and Reborn. I'm wearing a shirt right now for it. Yeah. It's one of my absolute favorite Suna. series. It's just... People can argue about the end of the manga. The anime never finished, so... Chalk that up in the Zatch Bell of Promise Neverland <laughs> anime pile. I will say, as somebody who has also read through it, I like I like the story. My only problem is it's like the ending just felt so rushed and it felt like nothing yeah. was like really accomplished. So it was kind of it felt that's fair. But the story itself, the the action oh, is yeah, very no, the story was unique. The artwork is just. One of the best ever. Until you get to the future arc, and then you're just (laughs) kind of like, oh my god, is this dragon? I know some people like it, but I did not. Uh, But it's it's just incredible, though. Oh, yeah. no. Also, a solid manga written by a woman, so, you know, it's nice to support artists of any gender, but if you're kind of, you just want that balance of perspective, because I know it's pretty male-dominated a lot of the time. Yeah. It's good to kind of go and balance out the... You mean you don't want to say Hunter Hunter for anything? <laughs> I mean... No, I don't. I don't Hunter Hunter's great. Hunter. I know some people love that show, but listen, I don't. I don't like well, it. Well, if we're going to bring up Hunter <laughs> Hunter, everybody loves the anime. People love the manga, too, but I think the artwork in the manga is underrated. And if so you want to come at me, just come at me at <laughs> Out Loud and Awkward <laughs> no, on no, Twitter. No. <laughs> Not the email. <clears throat> but I don't really have... Because that was our list. I don't know if you have any other secondary ones that you want to go ahead and bring up. For manga or just anything? Just anything, honestly. Because I gave out most of what I had. For movies, I honestly don't know how big this movie is. I don't think it's super well known, but it may be. I'm just not in the circle. It's Friends with Kids. It's a great sick, not sitcom, rom com. It's got Adam Scott. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> She's one of the redhead actresses of like the circle of, hey, they all look alike. Is it uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? No. No? I'm looking it up that really quick. That was the quick. only redhead that I thought of first. It Which has John Hamm. Ooh, John Hale. Yes. You were like making that noise and I thought our mic was okay. staticking. I was, like, I was completely that? wrong. It's it was Kristen Wig, but she had <laughs> red hair in the movie. She's one of those redhead people that yeah. are like, hey, they look alike. But it's I don't really hear that much about it, and for me it's a rom com that 
has great characters, great flow, which a lot of them do not. It doesn't really have any weird stuff that doesn't age well. I definitely don't think, unless I need to rewatch it. Yeah. But for them, I've seen it a lot of times. I can't think of anything because even like I was saying earlier, John Hughes movies. I watched Sixteen Candles, and that has some really great parts. And it for the time, it did do a lot for like female-led movies and stuff like that. But a lot of it, dear God, has not aged well at all. I feel like for you, you you dive a little bit deeper into certain like movies that I wouldn't have seen. Yeah. Well, so I think that's a good playoff that we I love. Have here. I love rom-coms, but it's just hard to find good ones. Yeah. <laughs> and for me personally, at least, it's so hard to find good ones. And this one, the first time I watched it, it, it I watched it at a time I really needed a movie like that because I was, it was just a point where I needed it. Yeah. And I'm really glad I didn't. Every time I go back to watch it, it still holds up and it always kind of gives me, I think it does what rom-coms are supposed to do and makes you excited to be in a relationship and kind of gives you an emotional pick-me-up if you need it. Yeah. And it's just, it's also well made, which is just a bonus. But I think that's kind of all we really have in terms of everything. Yeah. I think next week we're probably going to try to talk about Thor Love and Thunder, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of, we're kind of late to that party. At that <laughs> we point. won't be too we'll late. Be like I've already late. seen it and I loved yet. it for the record. I mean, you can go ahead and say what you want. Nah, that, we'll, 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 we'll save it. I don't want to go into any kind of details until you've seen it. Uh, but I really. I'm excited to go watch it, but I'm excited for this uh, to come out and everything. But that's our list. I don't have anything else to add. That's pretty much all I really have. Like we, not every podcast is going to be so self-indulgent on what we like. We just, we kind of want to give you guys a baseline of some stuff we like. I think when we get into like actual topics, topics we'll yeah. dive a little bit deeper because we normally do. But like with something like this, I didn't want to. We had so much to talk about. I don't want to dive into yeah. each it was individual an- episode, which we don't deep enough. I yeah. think to explain what shows were about, but not too deep. You know. Yeah, this was just an easy baseline to kind of get it going. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think that's the end of the pod. So. Got anything else to add? Peace out, Girl Scout. Alright, so am I just gonna end it right there with you saying peace out, Girl Scout? You gonna go ahead and say that again so then I can end it? Peace out, Girl Scout.